Brent Reid, who is the Chief Rugby League writer for the Australian newspaper, joins us now. Reedy, good morning. Uh, not the result we wanted as Queensland fans last night. Yeah, good morning's a bit... It's uh, not quite a good morning. Yeah. It's a pretty ordering morning, isn't it? Isn't it? Hello, I, Brent. I How's Jared, that? Is that better? That's better, yeah. yeah. That's better. Yeah, condolences or something, yeah. Uh, no, nah, not quite what we wanted, but uh, obviously, as Jared said, then it goes to a, a, a decider at Suncorp. It's going to be a great occasion, as it always is, a decider at Suncorp, and you know, Billy's got some work to do. He's got to turn it around, but... Um, it's just a tough night, one of those nights. They were in at halftime and just... Capitulated in the second half, sadly. And I suppose the good news for you is that you don't have uh, that five or six hour flight coming back today um, after a loss like that because you do wear your heart on your sleeve when it comes to Queensland v New South Wales. Mm. And the good news is I'm coming to Brisbane for the decider, so that's good news too because I love a decider at Suncorp. So, um, you know, it's a bit of, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a bright light out of it, but no, I prefer to Queensland one, and I mean, as I said, they're in at half time. That's him been hurt, but I think it, it's you know it's a bit unfair to blame the Sydney for what happened in the second half. I mean, Queensland missed fifty odd tackles, and they just fell apart in the second half. So you know, Billy's got a bit of a job ahead of him to turn it around. But I don't look. I don't think it's impossible. I don't. I don't think they'll. I don't think he'll make mass changes. I don't think he can. I don't think he needs to. Um, you know, I'm not sure the Reuben Cotter's back. Hopefully Reuben Cotter's back and that helps. But, you know, he's just got to fix their minds up because they, they just, as I said, they just fell apart in the second half and mentally they they were so mentally strong in Sydney and then they are just so fragile in the second half in Perth. I was going to ask you about that. Um, do you propose any changes or any talk about any changes? Well, I don't know really how many you could make. I mean, you could probably look at Flegler, I guess, but... Um, you know, they were the guys who did it for him in game one. I, I reckon Billy will probably... It's a bit different than the New South Wales situation, right? Because, you know, they got it wrong in game one. They made the change. You know, there's a lot, all this rubbish from, from people... You know, Freddie saying people were suggesting he couldn't coach. And no one suggested he couldn't coach. What people suggested was they got the side wrong in game one and they fixed it in game two. And that and that bared out. That's the way it worked. That's the way it panned out. You know, they, they made mass changes because they had to because they got it wrong. They got it right for game two. Now, Billy's in a different situation because he got the right side in game one. They just didn't name up in game two, didn't play as well. So, I mean, his, his challenge is, I don't think he needs to make mass changes. He, he may need to make a couple. He might need to tinker with the side a little bit. But they don't They don't need wholesale changes. Not like New South Wales was, because they didn't get it so wrong. You know, the second half, it just... For some reason, it just fell apart. He's just got to fix it up. It's a mental thing, I think, for them rather than... You know, he's got to repair that side mentally rather than making wholesale changes to it. Reedy, uh, one area that they really struggled with was being under the high ball. And some of mm. those, especially there, there was one kick there. We spoke about this earlier this morning from Matt Burton the, mm. that went over the grandstand. It would have been the highest bomb ever recorded in rugby league. Yeah. That would be one area that would concern Billy. And I know... You said last week that at training they'd actually been done a fair bit of work with the back three under the, under the bomb. Yeah, well, Selwyn didn't have a great night, did he? I mean, his hands have been a bit of an issue during the season. There was a story done before game one which caused a bit of angst in the Queensland camp about Selwyn's hands and his error rate. And, and obviously he was so good in game one, but it haunted him a little bit in game two. Um you know, interesting. Well, the other interesting part of that is, is Matt Burton going to be there for game three? I mean, you've got... Luttrell and Jack Whitener both be available. 
Jack, you know, I would it's a really it's a really difficult decision for Freddie because Latrell would have been there but but for injury and he's a superstar. Jack Whiten was outstanding in game one, but geez Burton was good last night. I don't know how you drop him, so Geez, um, he'd be he'd, un- he'd be really unlucky. He'd really. be really rough. But I mean Latrell's really rough not to be there to start with, and Jack Whiten was really unlucky that he got COVID, otherwise Matt Burton wouldn't have played. So I mean, I don't know how you drop him. I don't know how you could do that, but after the way he played. But, geez, you're talking about Latrell Mitchell, who's one of the best players in rugby league, uh, and overlooking him, because he'll be back this week. And then you're talking about Jack White, who was probably the best player in Origin 1, and only didn't play because, as I said, he had COVID. So, um, you know, it's a call Freddie's got to make. It's a difficult one. I don't know how he dropped the boat because I thought he was outstanding Matt Burton, and he's brilliant for them. Um, and I don't think he will drop him, but it's a, it's a it's a difficult decision for him. And Nathan Cleary had a night out, unfortunately. He did. Well, I just look. I mean, the second half, Brisbane just fell apart. They're a rabble, um, and Nathan Cleary made him pay. He was outstanding. Um, you know, he copped some. He, he copped a little bit of criticism after the game. Most of it was criticism he put on himself. I mean, he was surprised he was in the dressing sheds afterwards. Said I'm to blame. You know, take, you know I wasn't good enough. So. Again, there's a little bit of that siege mentality came out in New South Wales. You know, Freddie can't coach, Nathan Cleary can't play. And I, I find it a little bit of rubbish because I think, it, it, you know, they blame the media for it when no one actually said that. But I will say Nathan responded really Nathan didn't say it. Other people did, but he responded really well. He's a great player. I mean, what do we expect from him? He's one of the best players, arguably the best player in the game. And that, that's what you've got to expect from a guy like that as an off night. He's going to turn around again too. Reedy, uh, we know you do the uh, the rounds of all the, the rugby league shows on Fox through the week, uh, NRL mm-hmm. tonight, NRL three hundred and sixty. Is the sin bidding of Felice Kafusi is that going to be a major topic? Do you think? I think it will be, but you can't you can't really blame that for the result. I mean, you know, the, the, the gulf between the two sides is bigger than that ten minutes. Um, you know, it didn't didn't help Queens, and there's no doubt about that. And I'm sure that the you know, the, the New South Wales harping on about the officiating in the lead up to the game will will probably get some airtime. But you know, I think I don't think Billy blamed the referee after the game. I don't think I don't think you can blame the officiating for for the way they played in the second half. It didn't help, but it's not the sole reason. It's not, and that's not why Queensland lost that footy game. And then it's fifty odd tackles. That's why they lost the footy game. And um, you know, Felice, you know. It was a, I thought it was a bit of a harsh sin bidding. Uh, it was a difficult one, but and it did have an impact, but it didn't cost them the game. We always love having you on the show, Reedy. It's great to hear that you're coming home to Brisbane for Game 3. You've yeah. got a lot of work to do uh, between now and then because you've got the NRL back in full swing. It appears as though yeah. Cameron Seraldo definitely not going to the West Tigers. No, no, it's not that job back. Uh, they've got to look somewhere else sadly for the Tigers, Tigers fans. There's plenty of people out there, though. They'll be all right. Oh, there's a, uh, I know we hear, oh, who's going to take them? A couple of guys that have won premierships as NRL coaches that yeah. don't have a job at the moment, Reedy. They could be good exactly. propositions. I mean, Flano and Greeny, it's not exactly, you know, it's a, it might be a consolation prize for many, but it's not a bad one. Um, and there's other blokes beyond that. I mean, it's not the end of the world for the, for the um, Tigers. I mean, they'll find someone else and... Um, 
yeah, they'll, they'll get it. They'll, they'll sort it out. Uh, yeah, Sorrell, uh, Sorrell was unproven. You know, at least with a Flanner or uh, Brandy or Christian Wolf, you've got guys who won, won comps uh, around the world somewhere. So, yeah, they'll, they'll end up with a good coach. Good on you, Brent. Chat later in the week. No worries, guys. Take it easy.